What do you say? It's going to mobilize the National Guard. We just have to sit tight and wait. In the meantime, let's do what we came here to do. Open it up. Tom, this is George Meade. We want two of your deputies to come down unarmed with the ballot boxes. Set them right down here in the middle of the street. We'll take them, do an official count, then we can all go home. Now, if I don't see that ballot box come through that door in one minute, we're going to open fire. You got 60 seconds. 20. You're out of your mind, George. We're the law here, not you. The National Guard's on its way, and they're going to... Who fired that shot? The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. So I want to take a couple of things. I want to ask you a question. Has election fraud ever been dealt with in our history? And the answer is yes. In fact, less than 100 years ago, it was dealt with. Successfully, I might add. And I'm going to throw this in. Are you ready for it? Uh, I almost need a, a drum roll. But I don't have one, so I'll give you this. It was dealt with armed. It wasn't an insurrection. It was a enforcing of the law. Let me show you what I'm talking about. Made mention of this before. I've been promoting this for I don't know how long now. Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15. And just for the record, this is for information only. Okay. Can just put that in there. It's for information for the men for the men to decide. Sorry, ladies, I'm pushing this to the, to us as men because I think that it, it is up to the men. Article one, section eight, clause fifteen. Part of the job of Congress is to provide for calling forth the militia. That's not a national guard. Sorry, it isn't. This is what they is termed the unorganized militia, this is you and me guys, just the guys out here living in our sovereign states, to calling forth the militia to execute the laws of the union, suppress insurrections, and repel invasions. Now let me ask you something. If you have people who are in authority, who are acting lawlessly, and the militia is called up to correct them, to straighten them out, to bring them to justice, that the law might be enforced, is that insurrection? No, it's not. It's not. It is to do exactly what's here, to execute the laws of the union. So, what happened? I'm going to give you this, and then we're going to play uh, a short part, and we'll have this in the archive, and we'll have also uh, the full movie dealing with the 
Battle of Athens. Now, uh, Captain Carl, if you remember Captain Carl, is um, head of the American Militia Freedom Force, uh, which is all over. They were the guys who showed up at Bundy Ranch. Now, as far as I know, they're the only group apart from this who actually took an arm stand. They'd never had to fire a weapon, so it was a little different than what went on at the Battle of Athens. But we're gonna we're gonna play a little bit of this by the end of the show. And so one of the things that I ran across, you guys may have remembered when we had Sam Jacobs on a couple of times. He is the historian at ammo.com. Ammo.com. They don't just sell uh you know, am- ammunition there, they actually write a lot of good historical information over there on their blog. Really good. And they allow us to share that on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. So what am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about the Battle of Athens. This happened in uh, 1946. Lasted basically what they had said. They, they say two days, but uh, it runs into two days. It's really more like 12 and a half hours. But there was corruption in McMinn County in Tennessee. The people had called on the state to intervene. They'd called on the FBI to intervene. You can see they're just as worthless now as they were back in 1946. And there were men who had just returned from World War II. GIs, general enlisted. I want to read from what Sam has to write here, and then I want to play this video. I think I can get it in before the end of the show and make a couple of comments after, so we may go over a few minutes, not not long, but a few minutes. Here's what Sam had to say at ammo.com. Two servicemen on leave in the county were shot by allies of Crump's machine. Now, if we back up here, we're talking about E.H. Uh, e. Crump. Um, he was a corrupt political, there was a corrupt political machine run by E.H. Crump that was centered in Memphis, but had influence throughout the entire state of Tennessee. Yeah, I know some people keep saying, this can't happen in America. We're different than them. Mm-hmm. Well, l- listen, men haven't changed. Men are still degenerates, okay? They're still under the curse of God apart from the work of Christ in their heart. And it goes on in this country just like it does in other countries. All right? So they had this stuff going on. And we read about these guys. Um... Two servicemen on leave in the county were shot by allies of Crump's machine. Servicemen from the county received news of this while still abroad and were anxious to get home and do something about it. One of the servicemen who was interviewed at the time of the Battle of Athens said that he was a lot more concerned about what was happening in McMahon County than he was about what was happening overseas. Amen. That guy perceived exactly right. Perceived exactly right. Once the GIs from McMinn County were demobilized. The area was ripe for a confrontation, especially once the fee-grabbing lawmen... Mmm, mmm, that's the thin blue line. This was in 1946, guys. ...of the area began rolling the recently discharged GIs for their muster pay. Well, they, were, they were attacking these veterans to get their money. Upon their return to the United States, several resolved to retake the county at the ballot box... Fully 10% of the county's electorate was made up of returning GIs. The reform candidates ran on a nonpartisan slate whose primary goals were the democratization and reform of McMahon County and the expulsion of the Crump machine for good. Somewhat amusingly, one of the impetuses for the mini-revolution was the enforcement of laws against public drunkenness. 
The GIs were often from hardcore infantry units and were used to being able to drink what they wanted when they wanted. And again, this is coming at a time where, you know, prohibition was, I mean, even the word of God doesn't issue prohibition. It warns, it warns against you being an idolater and a drunkard. It doesn't warn against that, but it doesn't, it doesn't say you can't drink. It just doesn't. And anybody who tells you different hasn't read the scripture. They just haven't done it. In fact, I would tell my, uh, the people who want to focus in on tithing, go read the book of Deuteronomy. My goodness, God says if you can't make it to the feast, sell the tithe, which was your produce and your flocks and things of that nature, and buy all this stuff, including wine and strong drink or whatever your heart desires. I bet no tithe preachers are going to preach that one. Nevertheless, they, they wanted to drink what they wanted without being pestered by the authorities. Once the local authorities started shaking down returning GIs at honky-tonks in the area, the die has been cast. The opposition was called the GI Nonpartisan League, which drafted its slate of candidates based on the demographics of the area. Democratic areas had Democratic candidates, while Republican areas had Republican ones. Thus, it was truly a patriotic and democratic movement, not a partisan one. See the difference there? Yes, it does say drunkenness sin. That's why I said that. But then you have to define what drunkenness is. And when you start going through Scripture, not to get off on, on that subject, but when you go through Scripture, what you find is people who are slurring, people who are, are stammering, people who don't work, they're lazy. They're consumed by it. They become idolaters. That's what, that's what that is. That's what he's re referencing. Okay? So then he goes on and he says, <clears throat> uh, Sam writes, local businessman made large donations to ensure the campaign was well-funded. The league dispelled fears that votes wouldn't be counted with the slogan, your vote will be counted as cast. Tensions rose as the machine thugs attacked the returning GIs who organized a cell. Do you see that attack on your veterans this day? Yeah, you do. Yep, you see them wanting to steal their guns, don't you? Lest they become like these guys in 1946. The returning GIs who organized a self-defense wing of their league, the self-defense elements totaled 30 men, mostly pulled from poor families and from men who had done frontline fighting during the war. Crump's men responded by hiring 200 deputies, men from outside of the county. They weren't even from the county or even outside of the state, not even in the state. <laughs> what are you talking about? This guy Crump is like uh, uh, Charles I. He's bringing in people from outside the sovereign state of Tennessee to wage war against the people, the veterans of their state who had done the frontline fighting during the war. Um, he responded to this uh, at a rate of $50 a day. That was with the people's money, no doubt. Equivalent to nearly $650 per day in 2018 or $2018. They were normally only 15 patrolmen used on election day for the entire district. And so he tells the story here. I'm going to read this, and then what we're going to do is we're going to play the video. It's going to go over, so you guys on uh, uh, Red State Talk Radio, if you want to see the video, if you want to, uh, because it, you'll hear it too, but if you want to see the video, uh, we'll have that as well. It's only about a 13-minute clip uh, out of a an hour and 30 or 40-minute film, and we'll have the whole film so you can see that, sonsoflibertymedia.com and archive. So he says this, Things came to a head around 3 o'clock in the afternoon on August the 1st when Patrolman C.M. Cindy Wise, keep that name in mind because that's going to play an important role here, attempted to prevent an elderly black farmer named Tom Gillespie from casting his ballot. 
Gillespie and a GI poll watcher objected. Gillespie was met first with racial slurs, which should never be done. I mean, what in the world? And then with a set of brass knuckles to the face, he dropped his ballot and ran away, prompting Wise to shoot him in the back. Now, how often have we seen the boys in blue do that kind of stuff? Yep, we had it even down here in South Carolina just a couple of years ago. Fortunately, they took and uh, convicted the, the cop down here in Charleston who shot the guy running away who didn't have a weapon, shot him square in the back and killed him. Wise later became the only man prosecuted. Did you get that? The cop, the patrolman. The only man prosecuted for the events of the Battle of Athens. None of the guys who participated in it were prosecuted. And he was sentenced to one to three years in prison. The GIs all gathered at a local store that uh, had been using, uh, they had been using as headquarters. They contacted the governor and attorney general of Tennessee to request backup for the, proposing, for the purpose of ensuring a legal election, but were met with silence. They learned that the Crump machine was dispatching excuse me, armed guards to all polling stations. It was then that they decided to arm themselves for what was sure to be a violent confrontation. They broke into the local National Guard armory and looted weapons. You know, had they been like us, they would have already had weapons in there. But here's, here's guys who didn't even have it there. They had to go to the army, armory and get the weapons because they were saying like David, is there not a cause? We can't just let this stuff go on. But that's what the conservatives would have you do today. Let's not have violence. Let's, let, you know, violence doesn't solve anything. Really? And why are you sending our boys across the, the ocean and into all kinds of countries, unconstitutionally, by the way, to engage in violence? Why are, are we, did we see all through the Old Testament, there's violence? Oh, what does David say? You've trained my hands for what? Peace? No, war. What does Jesus say? I came not to bring peace, but a sword to divide a house, right? To divide the members of a family. Sam goes on and he says, The sheriff showed up at the polling station where Gillespie had been shot, ordered it closed, and took two GI poll watchers hostage. The GIs responded by taking seven deputies hostage, tying them up, taking them out in the woods, and beating them. How do you like them apples? All polling stations were closed and ballots were taken to the local jail. Now, this is happening locally. This is not happening at a federal thing. It's not happening in a state. This is happening in their county. They were sick of it. They weren't going to tolerate the crimes that were being committed against them and the people in their county. It was then that the GIs decided that they needed to decisively take the jail before reinforcements could arrive the next day. Fortunately, having just returned from the war, the GIs were well-versed in military tactics, while the deputies were not. The GIs laid siege to the prison with a standing order that anyone who tried to flee with their without their weapon was allowed to leave unmolested. One escapee tried to call in reinforcements from an allied boss the next county over. His request was refused. Why? Because they saw the jig was up. They were dealing with some men. They were dealing with men. Men who had a conscience. Men who had a moral compass, not cowards. Men who didn't even have, apparently, guns of their own, but they went and got them from the armory. 
and they staved off the tyranny. Let that sink in a bit. How many millions of guns do we have in this country? What are those guns to be used for? Hmm? What are the band of men to be, to be, the militia? They're necessary for the security of a free state. That's part of the Second Amendment, too. It isn't just your right to keep and bear arms. You're to gather together. You're to be the assembly of God, and you're to secure the freedom of the state. That's what a militia's for. Dynamite bombs, dynamite bombs were lobbed at the prison. <laughs> More for the psychological impact of hitting cars, which then, exp- and notice they're not targeting uh, civilians or people who are not involved in the crime here, which then exploded and turned over in the air. Eventually, the jail was breached from the roof using dynamite. The deputies inside surrendered themselves as well as the ballot boxes. So, what happened? Here's the conclusion. The battle was over by 3.30 in the morning. There were some minor acts of retribution, but overall, there was an air of celebration over the area, the likes of which hadn't been seen in ages. Remember, this is the only armed, if you want to call it a rebellion, a rebellion against tyranny, that's what it was, since the the, the uh, um, war for independence that was successful, the only one. The battle was over by 3.30 in the morning. Some minor acts of retribution, but overall there was an air of celebration over the area of the likes of which had not been seen in ages. Over 400 people in a courtroom elected an ad hoc committee to preserve law and order in the area headed by a Methodist minister. The secretary of the county election commission communicated that he would indeed certify the election in favor of the GI slate. The new sheriff-elect, Knox Henry, was in protective custody in the Sweetwater, Tennessee jail. See, they didn't want him getting in office. They realized apparently he was a stand-up guy. He had been informed that the Crump machine intended to murder him. The aftermath of the Battle of Athens was sweeping reform. Deputies were now to be paid a salary, and all county salaries were to be capped at $5,000. Though the fee basis did continue for another four years before finally being phased out, the gambling houses that served to fund the Crump machine's allies in the areas were raided and disbanded. The movement spread to other parts of the state as well. See what a little, see what a little courage will do? Spread to the whole state. Governor Jim McCord countered it by directing the young Democrat clubs to recruit ex-GIs for membership. They, they wanted a counter-Athens movement. There was some ambition to start a new national party. However, United States Marine Corps General Evans Carlson urged veterans to work within the existing political parties. Ugh. See how the controlled opposition comes right in and does what they do? Because they see there's strength in the people. You have it, guys. You're the solution. I keep saying it. You are. You and, I, you and me. We're the solution. Your politicians are not the solution. They're the problem. They are. The GI regime did not last long. Indeed, many of them felt like they had abolished one machine only to erect another in its place. That's exactly what happened. Common concern at the time was that returning GIs would bring the war home with them, engaging in political violence against the American government. The Battle of Athens did little to dispel their fears. And while Tennessee largely returned to business as usual over the next few years, the Battle of Athens has been mythologized several times in film, television, and books. Um, and then he goes on to include something about the presence. The, the thing is, is this, and I would highly recommend, let me, let me go over here. I'll pop this in the chat as well. 
<clears throat> I would highly recommend this book. I, I listened to it yesterday. Uh, you can get it on audiobook, and of course, I have to take and turn that rascal up. I mean, I have to make it go like one and a half times fast so I can get through the thing. So the little guy's going like a squeaky, you know, I don't know, little voice to do. But this is um, The Fighting Bunch, and uh, it's uh, it's actually a really good um, book. And you can get it in hardcover or you can get it in an audiobook. I put the link in the chat for you guys if you're interested in picking it up. You, you don't have to get it through that link. You can find somewhere else if you think it's cheaper. It's called The Fighting Bunch, The Battle of Athens, and How World War II Veterans Won the Only Successful Armed Rebellion Since the Revolution. This is by Chris DeRose. I think he's a New York Times guy, but the book is actually pretty good. Uh, he actually went and was able to uncover people like, I think the guy's name was Bill White. Uh, you know, he, Nobody wanted to mess with that guy. Uh, he was he was a man. He was a man's man. Is what he was, a veteran, and um, yeah, Bill White. And so you know, some of these guys had uh, obviously been in World War II and things of that nature. But if you really want to get in, so and, and I put a message to Chris because uh, after listening to it, I said, hey, maybe we can have you come on the show and talk about this. This is very relevant to us in understanding why our history is so important to us and understanding what people before us did. What they did. They took stands. They took risks. None of those guys, fortunately, was ever prosecuted. It was seen for what it was. The people were behind them. And what are we seeing today? Well, we'll go up there and we'll protest, and I'm not against people protesting who did January 6th. I'm not, I mean, was there really any terrorism? You got guys kind of walking through the Capitol building looking. Nobody's tearing, the, the people who were tearing up stuff wasn't part of that crowd. And we've got videos showing them being orchestrated by people outside who we know were operatives. Are any, have any of those people been dealt with? Nope. But innocent Americans who simply wanted to protest, and that's their right to do under the Constitution, have been jailed for going on two years now. Some of them have committed suicide. Some of them have been attacked. Everything else. Guys, catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. I'm going to play this video for you if you want to hang over. It's about 13 and a half minutes, something like that. The Battle of Athens, we're going to play that on the other side. Join us, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. See you in the morning, 6 a.m., bright and early, Lord willing. Adios. Okay, I want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. And uh, here, you've been waiting for it. So this is... Um, this is the Battle of Athens. This is a short version right at the you know the peak moments, 13 and a half minutes. Um, and if you want to watch the whole video, I'll have it for you in the archives, sonsoflibertymedia.com. Look for the same title as the video description you've got there, and you'll be able to see it there, and you can share it as well. Okay? All right, here it is, Battle of Athens. You and everybody else leave these premises. Halls are closed. What the hell they are. These people came here to vote. That Damn it, Chris. Yep. What? All right. Jeff just got shot. Over to the post office. McMillan's got some kind of army over there. They closed the polls. Hey, Billy, you got the keys to the armory. Let's go. Hold up. 
needs help. I won't shoot you, George, but I swear I will. Bill, we're taking what we came for. See the corruption of men? We are. He's gone too far this time, McMillan. Hell, George, it's all your fault. Should have kept your mouth shut and minded your own business. It's kind of like Elijah, isn't it? You're the troubler of Israel. No, 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 you guys are. What the hell we do now, George? Let me ask you, do you think these guys counted the cost of what they're about to do? Yep, I think they did. Governor on the phone right now, boy, you will be looking for a job. Then you tell him it's Tom Cantrell and it's an emergency. All right, how many of them are out there? Well, it's hard to tell. Every 10 minutes, another farmer with a shotgun pulls up. Yeah, yeah, Earl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you better believe it's important. I got a bunch of renegade veterans with guns surrounding my jail. They're trying to steal the ballot boxes, that's what. No, no, I don't know how many. There's a, there's a hundred of them, maybe, maybe two hundred. Look, I need some help, and I need it fast. Yes, Earl, I have men, but I don't have enough to... Yeah. Yes, all right. You, you just hurry, you understand? Someday we'll see how fast I move when your back's up against the wall. Cover the window. What do you say? I'm going to mobilize the National Guard. We just have to sit tight and wait. In the meantime, let's do what we came here to do. Open it up! Tom! This is George Meade! We want two of your deputies to come down unarmed with the ballot boxes. Set them right down here in the middle of the street. We'll take them, do an official count, then we can all go home. Now, if I don't see that ballot box, Come through that door in one minute. We're gonna open fire. You got 60 seconds. 20. You're out of your mind, George. We're a law here, not you. The National Guard's on its way, and they're gonna... Who fired that shot? here till help comes you heard what they said as soon as the national guard gets here they're gonna shoot first ask questions later we'll go to prison george they don't kill us first we've got to get those ballot boxes out of there before the guard gets here 
If we can do that, then it's just a matter of time before we get a chance to tell our side of the story. Old town's our witness. So what are we gonna do, George? The brick's too solid, we can't shoot through it. They can stay in there all night. We'll just have to blow it. they want the government in charge of your explosives too, which are arms. Now you know. Put your head down, amigo. Somebody's attention, didn't it? <laughs> Where is he? Where's Cantrell? Gone. Where is he? I swear, he, he ran down the stairs and out the back after the explosion. Congratulations, Mr. Mayor. Yeah, it's uh, very, very inspiring, isn't it? Now, I'm not sitting here. Let me make clear. I'm not here to tell you to go do this. That's not what I'm saying. But I will tell you this. And the same thing is here is true in election fraud as it is that I'll say that I've said to the Convention of States people. When has words and more standing around stopped tyrants? It hasn't. Never in the history of man has it done it. It always comes to violence. Why? Because the people you're dealing with are violent. Did anybody see the video that I played on Saturday before we did the show with, with the, the sheriff out of Maricopa County? 
That guy looked like he was just itching to pull his gun on those guys. Throw them in handcuffs, throw them in jail, beat them to a pulp. I mean, he just acted like that, did he not? Or is that just me? And that's the way they all are. They think they're just doing their job. They're not upholding the law. They're upholding the law less. And I'm going to tell you, what you just saw, that's what it's going to come down to. Either that or you don't do anything and they just trample on you. That's what it's going to come down to. You're in a situation now in which you and I, we're in a situation now where we've tolerated it so long, it's become commonplace. It's not a thing where somebody came up and just let, but now keep in mind, this has been going on for a decade in, in uh, Athens here. And these GIs had returned from war and they recognized it right off. Wait a minute, this is the very tyranny that we were fighting against. And you notice, I mean, this is a, obviously a, a movie there was obviously accounting a cost. They're talking about, man, they're going to put us in jail. They're going to come get us. They're going to come kill us. You know, the, the guard's going to come kill us, even though we're doing the right thing. There was a, count, a cost that was counted. But those men were willing to pay that cost. I ask us as men who are listening right now, are we willing to pay the cost in order to ensure liberty for our families? Tennessee. Athens, Tennessee. Are we willing to pay the cost so that our families, our neighbors, our children, and the next generation can have liberty? Are we willing to go along and not take on anything, not say anything, not do anything against those who are the crime syndicate in our areas? I'm not talking about D.C. I'm talking about right here in our backyards, in the counties we live in. I pray God would rejuvenate the hearts of the men of the United States and make us courageous and bold as lions to deal with the tyrants in our midst for the glory of God. I'm not, I'm not advocating anybody go murder anybody. I'm not advocating anybody go blow up stuff. But I'm telling you right now, it's going to come to this kind of thing. And you say, well... Tim, didn't you say the other day about, you know, being defensive? And, yeah, but these guys had already been attacked. That was just the one guy that got shot there. There was a, the black guy. Remember, I read the story. He had been shot, too. They were already under attack. They were acting defensively. And then when they got the upper hand, they acted offensively to bring about the resolve, bringing out those ballots, having the ballots counted correctly, lawfully out in the public. Do you understand the difference? I am not promoting communist revolution. Those people go on the offense and the attack. You're seeing them in our country. You've seen them for years now. I'm talking about being those who are defensive. We are under attack. We've, we've been under attack for many years. What's the response? Second Amendment supporters. I'll tell you what I'm involved in building up that militia in your county, talking with those around you, getting some training in with your weapons, learning how to, to deal with evidence, put the grand jury back in place in your county. Forget Washington. It's gone. It needs to be dissolved. We need to secede from it. It needs, it needs to be out of our hair.
And so do the criminals up there. In fact, once they come back, you need to try them for treason in your state. Once you dissolve it or secede from it. Next thing's going to be dealing with state government, too, because states have problems, too. You don't just fix the problem by getting rid of D.C. That's a, that's a step, but you don't, you don't fix it just with that. God give us men, godly men, who love him and love their fellow men.